time to get inspired, develop and improve your yoga knowledge in English. You listen to Your Yoga in English, a podcast for non-native English-speaking yogis that want to practice or teach yoga worldwide. My name is Annie, the founder of Enga Unite, and here to guide you on your way to become the confident, effective and knowledgeable English-speaking yogi you want to be. Hello, hello, hello. We're going to speak today about passive and active vocabulary and how understanding the difference between these two can massively increase your language learning. Because it's not very often something that we focus on in our language classes. I'm going to explain to you why not and what the problem is with this. Most language classes focus on the development of receptive and productive skills. So your receptive and productive skills are hearing, reading, speaking, and writing. But as language teachers and every language learners ourselves here at Enga, we've observed that there is way more than that. There is more required to learning a language and become fluent in it, even more so when you want to start teaching in that language. So the reason why language often feels like, why learning a language often feels like it's an obstacle, it's because in our language classes, so at regular schools or language institutes, there's too much focus on static learning, so static approach. And this can be exam focus, textbook learning, just completing exercises in the books, and most of all, focusing on material that you don't really need for your language objectives. And for those that are here, will be learning to teach yoga in English. So for exam purposes, for example, this works great. But if you then want to start using this language in your yoga classes or for your yoga objectives or teaching objectives, we need more. And we need to study passive and active vocabulary or learn how to make our passive vocabulary active. All right. So that's what I'm going to speak about in this training today. First of all, what is the difference between passive and active vocabulary? And you will not be the only one that has never heard of this before, because like I said, this is not often something that we hear or that we learn in regular language classes. So keen language learners, people that really spend a lot of time learning a language, learn vocabulary every day. So first you learn how to understand words in context. Maybe you start to recognize the spelling. And over time, the more that you read it or the more that you see and uh, hear other people using it, you start how to uh, how people are using this word in context. And that's called passive vocabulary. So passive vocabulary are all the words and expressions that you see and read and that you hear other people use. So this includes the people around you, what you hear on TV, what you hear on internet and videos, for example, on the radio, but also in films, lyrical music, so music that has text to it, and much more. So in other words, passive vocabulary is produced by other people, and you subconsciously understand it straight away. So it's not something that you use yourself. So it might be that you recognize this and you think, yeah, it's very often that I understand what they are saying, but when I have to use that same word or expression or the same phrase, I don't know how to. 
right? So this might be very, very, it might be that you recognize this. So the words that belong to your passive vocabulary do have the great potential to become active vocabulary. An active vocabulary are the words that you, next to understanding them, can also accurately use in your own speech and your writing. So these are the words that you produce yourself and that you integrate in your communication and feel confident using. So it's needless to say that the number of words that you can understand passively will always be much bigger than the words that you use um, in your own communication, so actively. So your passive vocabulary bank is always bigger than your active vocabulary bank. This is not only in the language that you're learning, it also is in a language that you speak as your first language or your second language and you feel very fluent in, right? Because we know a lot more than we actually use. So how does understanding the difference between passive and active vocabulary improve your language learning? The lack of active vocabulary hinders you from expressing the ideas that you have clearly and fluently. And this is what makes um, the right words take forever to come from your brain out of your mouth. So you can think of something, maybe it's on the tip of your tongue, but you can't actually produce it or use it in a sentence. So passive vocabulary might help you to understand the overall idea of something, like a writing, a talk, a conversation, a film. But it's active vocabulary that helps you to actually communicate with others. And as a yoga teacher, communication is super important, if not the most important thing. So once you're able to tell the difference between passive and active vocabulary, and especially what your passive vocabulary is, you will realize that learning vocabulary is all about becoming an independent learner so that you can gain confidence and fluency and make the language your own so that you can speak as yourself and don't feel like a stranger speaking a foreign language. And it also helps you to not really focus on grammar, exam exercises, or completing textbook exercises, but really focus on your communication purposes. So as well as learning how to speak as your authentic self, conveying your own ideas, your own beliefs, your own opinions, and much more than that. Because at the end of the day, when you want to learn a language or when you want to teach yoga in, in English, or you want to maybe start your own business in English, you want to do this as your authentic self. And like I said, no longer feel like a stranger speaking a foreign language. The key to making your passive vocabulary active as a yoga teacher. So how do you really, really do this? And it might sound very straightforward, very obvious, but we have to put the work in. This is not something that happens. It's not a miracle. It's not going to happen overnight. You have to put the work in. So when you're teaching yoga in English, it's very natural. The vocabulary you um, hear passively isn't the vocabulary that you can use actively as well. Most of the time, this simply is because you haven't had the opportunity to use these words or expressions before. So think of asana names, anatomical terms of the body parts, the language for movement or directions, 
You might understand that when you take classes, for example, or when you watch videos on yoga topics or documentaries, but all of this becomes part of your active vocabulary until you take the plunge. You need to put the work in. You need to make an effort to actually start using them. So get out there. Really get out there. To develop your passive vocabulary, you need regular practice of all the skills, but also constructive feedback. So it's not an overnight miracle. It's not going to happen from one day to the other. You need to put the work in. A few ways that you can do this is by choosing to consume materials that match the topics that you teach or the goals that you have for your teaching career. So instead of reading any random books, watching random videos, or watching uh, maybe practicing random yoga classes, focus on classes and books and, and films and whatever it is that you want to use as learning material that matches your objectives. So think of yourself, for what purposes do I want to learn this language? What am I going to teach? What do my students need? What will my students most benefit from? Right, So these can all help you to define your objectives and from there choose the, the materials that you want to, or that you need for this. And then immerse yourself in a language. So you can look up words and expressions that are new to you in glossaries or in dictionaries. You can use other materials as well to learn to understand the meaning in context like books, watching videos, listening to podcasts. And observe how other people use passive vocabulary, use the vocabulary that's passive to you now, how they use it in context. And then to increase your active vocabulary, so going from understanding to actually being able to use it, make it active. So this, this means writing and speaking. That means that you can journal, you can write blog posts, you can write your Instagram posts in English, you can write your Facebook posts in English as well, but also converse. So speak to people in the language that you're learning and ask for feedback. So you can participate in tandem or conversation classes, or maybe get a teacher that helps you with learning the language that you need. So learning how to make your active and passive vocabulary work together, how they work together is key. It really is key to achieving your fluency and start feeling more and more confident in the language that you're learning or the language that you want to teach in. So that's that. Let's summarize it quickly. It was a quick chat. The difference between passive and active vocabulary Passive vocabulary are the words that you understand and are produced by others. But when you hear or see them, you recognize them and you understand what they mean in context. Active vocabulary are the words, phrases, expressions that you know and, and that you're able to use in context as well, accurately. Then understanding how this can help you to, to improve your language learning is by really focusing on your objectives and choosing the things that you need for your objectives and the things I mean the materials. So what type of learning materials do you need? And I mentioned books, films, podcasts, articles, and maybe conversation partners, right? So that's a little bit of a summary. I hope this was useful. It was very quick. I do want to point out two things, two very important things. 
Very soon, we are launching the Yoga Vocabulary Builder, and that's going to be an interactive yoga dictionary for yoga teachers, and specifically non-native English-speaking yoga teachers. So if you are interested in this, we are giving you four steps to optimize your learning journey, and you've got 10 categories of words, phrases, expressions that you possibly need for your learning objectives. So if you want to know more about this, send me a message so I can add you to the list for the people that first want to know. It's going to be launched uh, by the end of May, start of June. So I'm still a little bit early in the launching process, but do want to let you know about it in case that you are interested in this. The other thing, something very exciting, is our new quiz. We've got a brand new quiz and it's called What's Your Type of Teaching Voice? And you can find the link in my bio and it's a way for you to find out what you sound like and how your students perceive you and to give you more awareness as to how you cue and the language that you use when you're cueing. So take the quiz, it's completely free. There's no strings attached. It's in the bio on Instagram and I will send it, I will add it to our Facebook post here. If you have questions after this training or you go through the day or maybe you're picking your materials and you want to get some feedback, also let me know. Always feel free to send me a message. Ask me for help where you need it. See you all soon. You listen to Your Yoga in English, brought to you by Enga Unite, a unique online learning platform for non-native English-speaking yogis. If you liked what you learned today, I would love for you to leave a review. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us at Enga Unite. Join the community and become a member of the Teach Yoga in English support group. Check out our continuing education membership that offers you the chance to develop your skills and expertise through self-paced learning and live classes and training. If you want help understanding what you need to improve and create an action plan to achieve the goals that you have for your career as an international yoga teacher, book a free discovery call with me, Annie. You can find all the links in the show notes. This is your time to invest time in your personal and professional development.